Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon and good night and thank you for listening and the reason why we always say good morning, good afternoon and good night is because here in Adelaide it's 2 to 3 p.m. every Monday that I have a whole lot of people listening to the show and thank you for listening and of course around the world we are lucky enough thanks to Podcast City and Ron and Karen we are podcasted and uh, people hear it on the podcast and we are so lucky at the moment I know that there's over 40 countries, uh, people listening to it, and they listen to it now in their own time zone. Because when we're making phone calls to overseas, like we did a few weeks ago, we had five or six different countries, I think eight different countries at one time, and another time we had a whole lot more. Um, and there were people up at three o'clock in the morning and, you know, two, three o'clock and four o'clock in the morning just to be on the line with us. And I really appreciate that. But what is really important this week, I just wanted to say thank you so much. I have had a host of um, people ringing me um, from around Australia and also uh, around the world. I've had uh, people ring me on WhatsApp. I've had calls from Kuala Lumpur. I've had calls from Singapore. I've had a call from somebody in America and also... Um, a new chap or a couple of new people in Canada have sent me emails. But the one that I want to refer to was the chap that sent me an email first and then uh, sent me a message on Facebook and then asked if he could call me on my WhatsApp. And he is from Jakarta in um, Indonesia. And there are people in Singapore who listen to us regularly. And um, again, I just, you know, I mentioned a few weeks ago that I was looking... If you're looking for a job, let us know because there is a few companies here that are desperate for new staff and new tradespeople. And now the government in Australia, so for all you people, you know, wherever you are, but the government in Australia are looking for tradespeople. In South Australia in particular, we're looking for teachers and several other engineers and other occupations. And I've had a whole lot of people send me information say want to want to know more about it look and i'm happy to help like i said i'm really happy to help but if you go to the australian government website um they will putting they're putting up a lot of stuff at the moment in the news and in the radio they advertise all the time how the state governments of south australia and other states are looking for specific trades and how the Australian government is now looking for tradespeople and they're trying to up to 200,000 people over the next year. So that's a lot of people that have opportunities to come and work here in Australia. But thank you to everybody who shares the program. Please keep sharing it because that's how people get to hear about us and how we get to help them. So it doesn't matter whether you're here in Australia or anywhere else in the world, we can help and we want to help. And like I keep saying to everybody, if you hear something on the program, the good thing about it on the podcast, you can just go back and listen to it again. But if you need some information or you want to know about some consulting or something else, give me a call. And like I keep saying, if I can't help you, I'll certainly tell you who can. Now, my special guest this week, I'm really uh, lucky. I had the pleasure of meeting her just recently and just a great personality, a great person to talk to and was very, very, what can I say, Engaging, <laughs> engaging. Look, my guest today is Claire, Claire Binon, and Claire is a clinical psychologist. And as a clinical psychologist, she's recently 
restarted her own practice and she's got a new practice up here for everybody in Adelaide knows Blackwood and Belair and she's got a, a practice up in Blackwood and you know she's open for business but she's been also working as a psychologist for a long long time so Claire welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure. Lovely. Yeah, Happy Business Radio is all about being happy at work, <laughs> you know, about being happy in life and how to, how to keep your employees happy and people happy. And unfortunately, uh, you know, as a laughter therapist, as a consultant, as a coach, most of the people I see aren't always very happy when I first see them, you know, and my job is to help them to become happy, look at ways of being happy. Mm-hmm. And I suppose your job is very similar. It's very similar. Although I must confess, I do tend to say that like the aim of psychology, I think, is to find a meaningful life, Mm -hmm. you know, create a meaningful life. And if we can find happiness along the way, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the pursuit of happiness Mm -hmm. isn't always helpful for someone's mental health. Oh, yes. Look, the the thing is, I I think finding your purpose in life Mm, is so, so very important. And very few people can find their purpose early in life. But it's just interesting you say that because uh, m- most of all the guests I have in here, I always ask, you know, at what stage did they think they wanted to be what they're currently doing? Yeah. And some will tell you, I never thought I'd be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and others are quite happy to say, oh, I finally found my purpose. You know, and others say, well, I haven't found it yet. You know, and some find it at very early age. So let me ask you, like, when you were a child or a young girl, at, at what age did you first think of a career or think of what you wanted to be? Or were, was it like a lot of them that were told by their parents? Oh, no, I've always been a very independent, free thinker in that regard. I can see that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I think in early childhood, I used to kind of think about lots of things. I think I was sort of born trying to work out what I was going to do with my life. If I look at the themes, they were always around helping people. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a surgeon for a little while. I'm a musician, so right. I fantasised about being a musician for a long time. Um, but that was really all about, you know, touching people, helping mm-hmm. people, making a difference in the yeah. world. But I think definitely from high school, right. I knew that psychology is what I was really interested in. Excellent. So. Excellent. So that's a fairly early age because a lot of people at high school still don't know and they go yeah. to university and they still don't know. Yep. And I've had to do a lot of coaching and counselling with people who've gone to university, started their occupation, then realised this is not what I wanted to do. I didn't think this was what it was all about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, I think the thing is I knew I wanted to do it, but it took me a very, very long time to do it. So yeah. I had to spend a long time doing lots of other things mm-hmm. before I got the courage. Yeah. I, and maybe I could say a little bit of fate played a role in that because I don't know that I could have done it any earlier. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go back to uni to study psychology till I was 30. Yeah, that was only yesterday. It <laughs> <laughs> was longer, yeah. longer ago than it might seem. Yeah. yeah, but before that I did art, visual art, creative stuff. I travelled mm-hmm. a lot. I just did mm-hmm. a lot of random yeah. jobs really. Fair enough. Did you ever start any business yourself? Well, I did actually. So... The first degree I finished Mm -hmm. was visual arts. And as soon as I finished that, I had no idea what to do with myself. So I ended up, I had worked as a picture framer casually during Mm -hmm. my studies for a few years. So I ended up buying that business. Mm -hmm. And so at 19, I think, yeah, I bought that business and I worked as a a sole trader for Mm -hmm. over two years until I burnt myself out. Right. (laughs) 
Yep, that happens. That's what I say, you know, with people that have started businesses and they think, oh, yeah, look, you know, I'm, I'm not meaning at you, but yeah. I'm saying a lot of people say, oh, look, any idiot can run this business and then they become the idiot running the business. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but or a lot of times they think, oh, look, this is a good business. I think I'll buy it because while it's being managed and while it's being run by, you know, people who know about management, know about running the business and the, the lease and the, the other, all that other side of it, you know. And then I've had people who bought a shop or started a lease and then got found out later they were in the wrong type of lease. They were, mm. you know, it was a five-year, five-year or five-year, ten-year and, or sure. you know, or they had a ten-year lease and then with a five-year uh, extra and they thought they were going to be so, so good and business goes bad, but they have to pay that lease for another ten years or five right. years, you know, and they're caught between a rock and hard place sort of thing. But So tell me something, like, what do you think made you want to buy the business? Well... I didn't want to buy it really, mm-hmm. but a few people just suggested it and it right. sort of became that thing that a, a few random people said, well, why don't you just buy the business? Originally, the owner had come to me and asked if I was interested in partnership. Mm-hmm. So that was our our plan, right? which was a good plan. And then she changed her mind because she just felt ready to move on and do something mm-hmm. else. So she decided to sell. And it just took a few people saying to me, well, why don't you buy the business? Mm-hmm. Before I started thinking, oh, why don't I buy the business? <laughs> Maybe I actually could do this. Yeah. And my parents were very supportive. Right. So they helped financially. Yes. And I just thought, why not? Let's let's do it. Mm. Excellent. No, it's it's interesting because did you – I'm not quizzing you in, in no. any way, but I'm just saying a lot of people do that just, you know, because it's convenient or fall into it or whatever. And then the business takes off or they take off and, you know, your business can only grow as much as you grow, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I always say to people and that's why I always recommend that they need to get consultancies. They need mm. to get an, an out outside opinion you know an external opinion and then then you get shaken up and say what about this what about this what about this and then go, oh god I never thought of that <laughs> you know even though you might have had your plan of what to do yeah so that's why what you're sharing now is so vital mm. because people listening to this in other countries or in other areas think oh maybe I should get to find out this information before I buy the business or before sure. I even start the business because unfortunately statistics tell us that most businesses fail within the first five years and it's usually within the first two and three years where they really get financially Mm -hmm. trouble and Mm -hmm. then they try and keep it going and then they fail. Sure. You know, and we've also had a few businesses, like we had one lady here which we interviewed and she had gone from one shiny thing to the next shiny thing to the next shiny thing. She started several different businesses and then when I asked her about what was one of the businesses she started and tell me about the other one and tell me about that. Like somebody in here sent it to somebody in Singapore and then the podcast got sent to, or the recording got sent to somebody in India. Now somebody in India started that idea that this lady was doing here in Adelaide and the whole village is now involved in it. Because That's of amazing. COVID, you know, everybody joined and the next one and the person across the street and the person down the street mm-hmm. and the other brothers and sisters and, and now the whole village is, is financially viable and and making money from the idea that this young lady here had in Adelaide. So, you know, that's why I ask you. That's why I'm saying it's it's amazing how things grow that way, you see? Absolutely. So tell me, what was the main reason for closing the business or did you sell it yourself? I sold it, yeah. yeah. So, well, the main reason was I was 21 and I realised that I'd sort of 
had that experience, but mm-hmm. I was very restless and I didn't feel like it was my purpose. Right. I did build the business a bit in that time. So I found a buyer, I sold it at a profit and Good. I moved on to the next stage of my journey. Excellent. Excellent. See, at any stage, did you think of putting in a manager? No. Did you think of taking on a partner? No. <laughs> see now, see what I mean. So they're just they're just two simple yep. ways that you could have possibly have moved on yourself, but had the business keep growing, and sure. you could have managed it from a, at arm's length, what they call it at arm's length. Yeah, I've got a couple of people now, and one actually I just saw early this afternoon as well, and it was interesting because he now is only in his thirties. He's only in his thirties, and he's got about five businesses. Right, and they're all running quite well. But mm. all he does is really as a consultant, sure. like he's the overseer of the businesses. He's got managing directors or CEOs in each business, and uh, and they're all fairly big businesses. They're not little businesses anymore. Like, but when he started them, they were mm-hmm. just started from scratch. And he, there's five businesses he started from scratch. Another one he's sort of taken over. So he's got about seven businesses altogether. Wow. And and they're actually different businesses, which is yeah. really interesting. They're, they're in a different field altogether, you know, and you wouldn't think of it. But I've known this young man ever since he was quite young and we've been close friends. His father and I are very good friends. But it was really interesting how a little bit of coaching, right, and he, he went to a couple of seminars that I suggested some time back and he came back and thought, I'm going to do that. And I, I've been watching this kid, you know, I call him a kid because he's half, you know, <laughs> less than half my age. But, you know, I'd say this kid. And I'm really impressed the way they keep growing and growing mm. and growing and growing. And each one of his businesses are doing well. That's you know? fantastic. Yeah. So there's, there's just, you know, an idea that I, I want to give out because the biggest problem people have, like we said, is keeping the employees and their staff happy. Mm. I think that's the hardest thing, you know. Well, it's certainly something I hear a lot about (laughs) in my current work. (laughs) Okay. Well, look, what we'll do, we'll take a break now Mm -hmm. and we'll come back and I just want to ask you about what your current work is and what what most of your clients sort of base. You know, I don't want to know individuals, but a case study sort of stuff, you know. Yeah, sure. All right. Thank you. When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them. 8232-3006 to book or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home and just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like Mighty South Aussies when shopping with us, which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals, and great food lives here. Foodland, the mighty South Aussies, yeah! Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. 
We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Radio Italia Uno. Sito internet www.italiauno.com.au. Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram. Radio Italia Uno. You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening in Adelaide on Monday 2 till 3 on Radio Italia Uno. And we really appreciate all your support. And like we say, please support the people that support us. If you hear an ad or commercial or something advertised on our radio station, go along and see if you can say hello to them. Even if you don't want their product or the service and you're driving past a shop or you're going past a business, hey, I heard you on radio. They feel really good when you say that. But please... If you yourself have a product or a service that you want to promote, now is a very good time because we are offering very, very, very good rates. Between now and Christmas, we've decided to slash everything and give everybody an early Christmas present. We want South Australia to be buzzing and way above all the other states, and we want to uh, promote your services and your business. So if you have a service or a business that you want to promote, Now's the perfect time to ring us. Give me a call or ring the radio station, Radio Italia Uno, and uh, talk to anyone there at the station and they'll help you. So thank you. Now, my special guest today is Claire Binon, and Claire is a clinical psychologist. And as a clinical psychologist, she's got her own business here just south of the city, which is like, you know, 10, 15 minutes out of the city. It's very easy to get to. But Claire works in her own clinic. So we just before the break, we talked about working with people, making people happy at work and how to be happy at what you're doing. And you mentioned how a lot of your clients are that sort of client base. Sure. Well, I mean, I, th- I guess it's just that sometimes when it comes to trying to really help people with their mental health, mm-hmm. more acceptance around the emotions that don't fit in the happy spectrum yes. tends to be what helps them get, get more to the happy spectrum. So we try very much not to say, you know, that we're trying to get there. Mm-hmm. It, it's more around we're trying to accept the full experience of being a human, which isn't always happy or, or fun. Oh, yes. It can't, yes. Yeah, but very much it, it is about finding meaning. Yes. Well, you know, like I said this afternoon, this very afternoon, I mentioned to you off air that uh, I was speaking to somebody and, you know, and it said, oh, how are you going? I said, oh, I'm going great. I'm having a great day. And he looked at me, well, uh, I said, you know, when I said to him like how he was going beforehand, he said, oh, not so good. You know, I'm having a bad day. I said, wow. I said, I never have bad days. He looked at me like, what? <laughs> and I said, look, I said, I choose to be happy. I said, and then I said to him, I do have some bad moments but I never let that spoil my day. I never have a whole bad day. I have bad moments or bad times, but the rest of it is happy. You know, because I choose to be happy. So when I'm working with clients, I always say the same thing. But in your line of work, obviously, it's a lot more clinical and that sort of stuff. I can grab a four by tall and hit them between the eyes and they they go, ouch, (laughs) you can't do that. No. (laughs) 
See, um, but I'm the sort of person that would do that. Sure. You see? But, you know, you're such a sweet lady. You'd uh, never do that. <laughs> no, I do tend to be fairly gentle in my approach to work. That is true. But, you know, there is an art to yes. knowing when and how is the right time to challenge somebody. Yes, um, yes, of course. When, when they might need to hear something that's, that's going to just shake things up a bit. So. Mm. Obviously, state of mind is very important. So. Well, when you have a person who does have a state of mind, which is like, I, I won't say negative or whatever, it's just the way they are. Mm. could be a clinical situation, you know, mm-hmm. with, with some sort of uh, mental illness or something like that. And, uh, you've got to treat them differently. You know, you've got to treat them differently. You can't yell and scream at them straight away. You know, <laughs> you can't take them to a boot camp straight away. You've got to take them gently, you know, steady, mm-hmm. steady, steady, and then you lead them to... To where you want to lead them. Absolutely. Yeah. So of course the the trick is really to understand where someone's at and what they need in this moment, mm-hmm. um, which of course is totally different for everybody. Um, so, but you know I think I'm really particularly passionate about psychology being a space that people can use for just personal growth and development. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to just be about fixing or solving mental health problems, or you know that it can actually be how do I understand myself better. How yep. do I learn new s- tools and skills that are just going to help me continue to move forward yeah. and grow in my life yeah. and find greater meaning and purpose or, or whatever it is they're looking for? <laughs> that's good. Yeah, well, that's it. You, you help them to lead them to their to what it is that makes them passionate. You yeah. know what their passion is, what their what their drive is, what their mm. purpose is, mm-hmm. and and if you can lead them to that, that that's the best thing you've ever done for anybody. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I think that people. Unfortunately, we don't learn this at school. No. You know, and I'm not knocking schools because if I start, I'd never stop. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, jokes aside. In Australia or in South Australia, because I've done most of my studies here in South Australia, they only cover a Mm. certain, like like a licking of it, you know. And and some people say they don't even scratch to scratch, Mm -hmm. you know. And and then when they do, they, they, the teachers themselves, aren't aware of all this stuff because, oh, I've, uh, you know, I'm not uh, being nasty when I say a lot of my clients mm. have been teachers mm. that have not been happy at what they were doing, mm. you know, and they used to be, they were, but then they've lost all the spark, they've lost everything and, you know, there's only a handful of teachers that I know that are really loving what they're doing. And most of those are relief teachers because they don't have a full-time job <laughs> sure. and they think, oh, that's good, I go here and then I go there and then I go here. They're yeah. not tied down to it, you know. They've got more flexibility. Yeah, but it's it's a pity that I personally, I love working with children. I just love working with children. For, for you know, 30 years of my life, I've been a professional clown and I, I've, I've worked with children. I've, that's my biggest audience kids' birthday parties, Christmas parties, you know, major shopping centres book me to do huge uh, functions for them and and their Christmas parties where they've got, you know, three, four, five hundred children come to the party, you know. And when I work with those children, people say, oh, you've got so much patience. I said, no, I haven't. I'm just a big kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I feel like, you know. Absolutely. So with, with you, do you deal much with children or is it mostly adults? Well, I used to. So for the first five or six years of my career as a psychologist, I work with children and adolescents mm-hmm. almost exclusively. Oh, and right. then slowly I have actually sort of expanded to working with adults and now I have narrowed down to only working with adults. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find that adults are easier to work with than children? Well, 
was it that's much a bit harder? of a d- complicated question to answer, but yeah. I suppose the thing is that when an adult comes into therapy, they've made their own choice that they want to engage with this process mm-hmm. and it holds some meaning or value for them. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, they also, you know, they have a lot more autonomy over their own lives in terms of being able to make changes and take things on board. Mm-hmm. So I, I I love working with kids, mm-hmm. but probably because I am more interested in that personal growth, deeper growth, right. you know, that that's where adults... Yeah. You know, kid, it's too early for kids. They they just need to sort of be able to get along and enjoy life as much yeah. as they can and learn how to... Have more fun. Yeah, well, basically. <laughs> well, that's, that's my whole thing about with, with family and, and kids and, and with adults. I always say, are you having fun? Are you enjoying what you're doing? Mm-hmm. And if not, when? Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. If not, why not now? Mm-hmm. You know, why not now? Why can't you start being happy now? Why can't yeah. you start enjoying life now? What do you have to do? To be happy. And when you ask somebody, what do you have to do to be happy? Mm. You know, so if you're listening to this, I'm talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what do you have to do to be happy? Or what do you have to do to be happier? Yeah. You see, because if you're happy and you can be happier, why not? And then if you're happier, everybody around you will be happier. Absolutely. So you automatically drag everybody along with you. You know, I know sometimes I go to places and people say, well, why are you so happy? <laughs> and I think, oh, God, I've got to go back to this now. All right, yes, where do we begin? <laughs> you know. Well, and I think the interesting thing about that is that the answer is deeply personal and unique for each person. Mm. But we, we don't grow up in a society that encourages us to follow what is deeply personal and unique. We, we sort of get pulled along in all the you external have to join the expectations. Ch- join everybody else's expectations. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's what most people find very difficult mm. is that they probably don't accept in themselves what it actually is that makes them happy. On the mental level, they're saying, I can't do that, that's not acceptable, that's not good enough or, you know, any they're of those critical, kind of too stories. critical yeah. themselves, yeah. I think the, the critical uh, self... Is a is a real terrible thing. Oh yes, it, the inner critic yeah, we talk about. Yes, is has a lot to answer for. It's a <laughs> very right. destructive force. <laughs> okay, look, let's let's take another break and we'll come straight back because sure. that ten minutes went so fast. <laughs> Yo, ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over twenty years. Granite. Marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone, Granito, Marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 8266-2280. Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition, which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today 
and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park, or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Hi, I'm Jamie Limorda. I'm Lee Harrison. Join us every second Sunday night from 7pm on Negative Camber, the official motorsport show of Scuderia Ferrari Club Adelaide. Whether it's karting, supercars, MotoGP, Formula One, we talk all the latest news and results in the motorsport world. Negative Camber, every second Sunday from 7pm on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, and thank you very much. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you listening every Monday from 2 to 3. And, of course, listening to Radio Italia Uno. Now, this is a time of the year where we do our Radiothon and we provide the best support we can for our audience. You ring us up, we'll do our best. You ask us for a song and we'll play it for you. You ask to talk to somebody or hear something, we try and find out for you. And now is the time when we actually ask you for your help. Please help us by donating to Radiothon, to our radio station. This is a major time of the year that we ask, the only time of the year we ask for your wonderful support because we are trying to give the best radio show that we can and the best music, the best speakers, the best interaction and, of course, the presenters do the best they can every time they do a show. If you'd like to donate, please ring us on during our show, during, you know, the, the, on, in the studio, where the phone number is 82123599 or ring the office anytime and just leave a message if there's nobody there. So it doesn't matter, but there's usually somebody there and the phone number for the office is 82123177. And, of course, we thank you for your support. And please, support the people that support our radio station. If you hear an ad for a shop, a business or a service, go in, say hello. And when you're at that your local business shop, cafe, whatever it is, go in and say, hey, I heard your ad on uh, Radio Italia Uno. They'll be pleased and you'll be surprised. You might even get a half a cup of coffee for nothing. <laughs> Look, um, have fun. That's what it's all about. My special guest today is Claire. Uh, Binion and Claire is a clinical psychologist and we've been talking about you know what makes people happy the choice that people have mental illnesses that people have that you know prevent them from being as happy as they could be or finding their purpose and Claire helps people with all those sort of things now we talked about just before we took a break we we mentioned the fact that the critical self that means the person that you see in the mirror and you know the person you look in the mirror and how you whether they're your friend or they're not you know most cases the person in the mirror is your best friend but you're not always their friend you always seem to pick on them so <laughs> what what do you think Claire 
Well, I think that this is something that everybody struggles with. Mm-hmm. I think there are not many people who would be free from it. Um, but really, it actually is an adaptive function of the mind, mm-hmm. or it seems adaptive. Mm-hmm. A lot of people probably do believe that being critical is on themselves is a way of trying to encourage themselves to be better or do better. Yep. The problem with this is it doesn't work, and that's not true. And the research is really, really clear Kindness is more motivating than criticism. Yep. In all circumstances, and that includes within ourselves. Oh, so. look, I think that that's true. Kindness, you, you get more with kindness than we do with harshness mm. every time. But, you know, unfortunately, how do we break that cycle? Because, you know, I, I was listening to the radio the other day and, I, and uh, different programs and even on the television and, and news feeds and uh, information that I get, and they were saying... There was a, another psychiatrist, a psychologist, and a, a counselors would, and a school counselor and stuff like that was saying how little girls of eight years old mm-hmm. in the playground and at school talking about, oh, you don't look so pretty, or you know, they're talking about mm-hmm. like what sixteen and eighteen year olds were talking about yeah. only a few years ago. Yeah. So now they're they're seven, eight, and they're already criticizing each other, saying how the pimple on their face, or you know, she's got freckles or whatever. They're not accepting each other, mm, I know. and certainly not accepting themselves. themselves. No, and and in America there was a, a news story I heard that the average age is like twelve and thirteen. They want plastic surgery. Mm, that's very sad. I mean, my God, what are we getting to? Yeah, well, unfortunately, you know, I suspect that just exposure to media and these ideas in popular culture have exacerbated this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think back to when I was a teenager, we only had magazines. Mm-hmm. And everything was face to face. Yeah. <laughs> so you only knew what someone was saying about you or thinking if if you heard them say it, pretty much, or yeah. if someone else told you. And so, I mean, there's no doubt that the world is changing, and this does have an influence on mental health, which mm. is difficult to manage. Yeah. So um, most of your patients or clients, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you call them clients. clients yep. Yep. Most of your clients would they be mental health patients? Or are they people coming for other uh, issues? I I mean, I would say in general, and this is sort of my thing that I would say, I accept referrals pretty generally and openly. Mm -hmm. Um, But at this point in time, I think that psychology is something that can be helpful for anyone. So you don't have to have, you know, a mental health condition or diagnosis. Yes. But having said that, the majority of people coming in are struggling with anxiety. Yes. Or struggling with depression. Mm Mm-hmm. I work a lot with trauma, yep. so that's sort of my area of special interest, I guess. And of course, well, really, at the end of the day, I say it's it's just about suffering, <laughs> you suffering. know, like like we all have some yeah, form yeah. of suffering, whatever it is, and something holding you back yeah. that stops you from achieving mm-hmm. what you want to achieve, and you yeah. you, you keep stopping there, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you recognise that, I think uh, you know that like. Like I said before, my, my wife's a clinical hypnotherapist mm. and she does hypnotherapy for people and she works closely with other uh, hypnotherapists and other coaches and and school counsellors and stuff like that. They can only do so much yeah. and then, you know, take it to the next level or yeah. go to the next. And I always say with Ron and other people that I have here um, and guests that I talk to, I say, you know, as a coach, mm. you should never take on a coach 
and think that that coach is going to be with you for the next five or ten years. Sure. You know, if they are, that's well and good, but they shouldn't be. In most cases, a coach takes you from one area to a next mm-hmm. area and passes you on to somebody else. Yes. You know, and I believe in referring to each other. Mm. You know, I know that I'm really good in one particular area, but I know that some people are better in other areas. And I say, no, you need to go and see this person mm-hmm. and have two or three sessions with them. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, then you can come back or then we'll, we'll talk about what happened, you know, Absolutely. and how we can how we can build on that. But. You know, I, I never believe, I, I personally do not believe that one coach is the coach that takes you right through for the next five no. or ten years. That's not right. It's just no. not right. You know, I talk about Leighton Hewitt. I talk about sports people. They, they get, at a certain age, they get taught to play a, a sport and then at the next level they go to a next level coach and then they go, you know, and now you look at the football you know, our Australian rules football, they've got a back coach, they've got a forward coach, they've got a centre coach, they've got a, a jumping coach, they've got a running coach, and then they've got uh, doctors for all the different ailments mm-hmm. and muscle well, exactly. muscle things, and then they've got a specialist that give you all your nutrition stuff, mm-hmm. you know, a dietary thing. Well, you know, up until a few years back, only a few years back, there was one doctor for the whole team. Absolutely. You know, or one doctor for the whole club. <laughs> and all the teams used to go and see that one doctor. Where now they've got a doctor for each team. <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's what I'm talking about with the work that you do. Uh, what would be your ideal client? Well, in all honesty, anyone who is genuinely, authentically, mm-hmm. deeply committed to their own inner process or their own inner healing or inner inner journey. So yep. to me, it doesn't really matter what the presenting issue looks mm-hmm. like if they're, if they're really deeply motivated and yep. they are basically trying to help themselves and authentically mm-hmm. move along on their own journey. Yep. Um, I'm always, I feel almost honoured to <laughs> work with people who are, Genuinely, yes, yeah, yes, genuinely that's true. trying to grow yeah. Look, I and mean, change. I mean, I used to teach boxing, and um, I had uh, people there come along just to do gymnastics or just to do a bit of show off, or they just want to learn a little bit so they can have a yeah. street fight. And I think, no, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. But then I had some that wanted to compete and wanted to, you know, be mm-hmm. part of the sport. You know, absolutely. And when I was coaching, I mean, I can't kick a ball there very well. I'm not I'm not a good footballer. I was okay, you know, but I, I remember teaching the younger kids, you know, how to kick and how to uh, how to jump to knock the ball down, you know. And some guys said, "Oh, wow, you know." I said, "Look, it's a, these guys here are keen. They want to learn. Absolutely. So let me show them. Yep. Take let's push their limits a bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm not forcing them. I said, I'm not forcing them. I never, I never said you have to be here by 4 o'clock, you know, on a Thursday. They are here by mm-hmm. 3.30, straight out of school. They come straight here. Exactly. I said, I don't force them to get here. <laughs> and I said, and I'm not forcing them. And they, and they all turned around, no, we love it, <laughs> you know. So that's it just gives me energy yeah. working with people like yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great. Okay, look, let's take a break. Another 10 minutes just gone. (laughs) Thank you. We'll be back straight away after this. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. 
You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Hi, this is David Heath and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate all the listeners that we have here in Adelaide that, um, you know, when I go to functions and that, and they come up and say, oh, yeah, I hear you on Radio Italia Uno. And I said, thank you very much. And then I ask them the question and they always come back with something and... Um, Usually they want to know uh, more about Ron, <laughs> so I tell them. Uh, anyway, look, my special guest today is Claire, and Claire is a clinical uh, psychologist, and she's been doing that for quite a while now, and she started her own practice up at Blackwood, which is just south of Adelaide, and most people in South Australia know Adelaide and Blackwood and Belair, which is a very famous area, a lot of history in that area, and of course it's a beautiful part of the city. Um now, Claire, we were talking about, like, you know, making people happy within themselves, uh, finding their purpose. We, we, mm-hmm. we talked about the, the critical self and how we sort of, um, we need to fix it, really, you know, because you can't go on mm-hmm. knocking yourself all the time. It's bad right. enough when other people knock you. <laughs> but the, the thing is, I want to sort of give a bit of a call to action. I, wanna, I want people to listen to this, and it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you can listen to this and you can still uh, get in touch with Claire and you can get in touch with me and I'll pass the information on. And you can do coaching over the phone. You can do it coaching through the sky, mm-hmm. uh, net, you know, and internet and, you know, Zoom and all these other mediums that you yeah. can get, Google this and Google that, and, yes. <laughs> you know, and all these other things that I don't even know about. <laughs> but give us out your... Um, Contact details. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, I do have a, a website. Um, so my practice is called Reflect Psychology. So my website is reflectpsychology.com.au. So that's 
Probably. I would encourage people to look at the website first mm-hmm. more than yep. anything. And if you do get a good vibe about it, all the contact details are there in terms of phone yep. number and any details you need to know. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, the fact is, you know, we're, we're here, we're here to help, you know. And the fact is, if you or a friend or somebody you know, you think can do with talking to a clinical psychologist, now, now is the best time to act, you know, because I, I've, I've spoken on radio for years now and I've been lucky enough to be on different radio stations and different shows and people say, oh, yeah, I've been meaning to do that, mm-hmm. you know. How long have you been meaning to do that? Oh, five years, ten years, whatever, you know. Yeah. You know, and, and people say to me, oh, I've been meaning to call you. And, you know, like, yeah, but that was like people ring me up and say, you know that person you had on your show, you know, about six months ago? And when I look back <laughs> through my diary, it was nine months ago. Mm-hmm. And, and somebody said it was – the other day I think I said to Ron – there was somebody rang me and said, "Oh, a few months back, it was like earlier in the year." I look back and it was last September. Yeah. It's almost a year ago. Yeah, time from is now. So yeah, but it's all, you know almost a year ago. This guy yeah. came on and this chap the other day said, "I've been meaning to talk to you about it," you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, lucky enough, I found it in my diary. But when he said what what the information was about, I remembered. So we pass on the information. So you know, if you or you have a friend or you think you know a member of the family can do with talking to somebody. Now is a good time to ring Claire up, get in touch. It's reflectpsychology.com.au. Mm-hmm. So easy. Just, <laughs> you know, it's so easy. And, and it is, you know, sometimes people make things so complicated. Sure. Well, Do, I think that it still f- can feel like quite an intimidating big thing to go and speak to a psychologist. But mm. the truth is, I, I just say being a human is really complicated. Yeah, but and psychologists just try to learn to understand that as best as possible, but not everybody has that kind of understanding. Yeah. Well, in America, I know that people that, that I know there tell me, and even when you see the movies, you know, you see mm. that everybody goes to their, their psychiatrist, <laughs> their psychologist, yeah. or, or to their counsellor, as they, as they call them, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I've got to go and see my counsellor. Or quick, yeah. after this, I'll need counselling. You know? <laughs> and they all do it. It's much more acceptable over yeah, it's there. Just, it's just a thing that everybody does. Yes. And, and more importantly, then the, the counsellor will go and see the counsellor. Well, and yes, we need them too. Yes. Well, <laughs> see, I always say who coaches the coach. Yep. You know, but in that in that film um, with Robin Williams, when uh, Goodwill Hunting, you know, he's a he was a psychiatrist for the young boy, and his brother was a psychiatrist, and mm-hmm. and he said, "Stop analyzing me," <laughs> and they analyze each other, you know. So that's just true. But you know, like who coaches the coach? Who mentors mm-hmm. the mentor? Mm-hmm. You know, and and I always say to people, who is your mentor? Who is your coach? You know, mm-hmm. so. I've got to ask you the same question. Well, who, yes. Who who's your mentor? Who who do you think you followed? Was it Jung, Freud, Jung, whatever? <laughs> Jung, absolutely. I'm I'm just starting a diploma of analytical psychology because ah. <laughs> Jungian analysis is my my yeah. deeper passion. So yeah. I mean, in my daily life. You know that Jung and Freud yes. uh, uh, totally disagreed with some things. They oh, did yes. agree on a few things. Well, they started out very close friends yes. and colleagues and had a massive disagreement yes. and fell out. Yes, but they, they also went totally different paths. Yes. Also, and one's at one end of the spectrum, one's <laughs> at the other end of the spectrum, and they both think they're correct. That's, yes. the, that's the funny thing about it, isn't it? Well, that's, that's always humans. We always think we're correct, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> well, I know I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> but I also have my so I I see a Jungian analyst um, mm-hmm. have done for over six years now mm-hmm. so I go regularly and can plan to continue doing that myself. Oh, good on you! So. 
Good on you. Well, this is what it's all about. It's about, you know, who coaches a coach, who yeah. who's your mentor mm-hmm. and and how did you pick your mentors, you know? And and how often do you change them or how often do you do, do you get an extra one you bring in <laughs> for different things, you know? Sure. Because you need mentors for, you know, for general in life, spiritual relationships, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. finance, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're buying a property, you need a somebody who's a, a, a real estate guru or a property guru, Absolutely. you know, and then if you need some help financially, you need a financial guru. So every, you know, you need all these people, you yes, know. Yes, you do. Yeah, And that's you what do. we're talking about. And that's why every week I try and bring different people to the show, different people for, but overall, it's all about how to be happy, mm-hmm. <laughs> how to find Absolutely. your purpose, how to help you find your purpose and how to keep on growing, you know, mm-hmm. and not now when. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, that's what it's really There's all no about. time like the right present right now look we have to go our time is Mm -hmm. up but thank you so much Claire you're welcome thank you for having me oh it's been a pleasure you've been fantastic lovely and you shared some really good information that's really good I hope so you know the fact that you know at 19 you started your own business or you took over a business and you ran it and and made a profit from it that's credit to you the fact that you studied and you found your purpose that's a credit to you the fact that you've started uh, in a new location again you know you all these milestones you're setting in place all I'm doing is encouraging everybody else yes, to do the same absolutely. thing. absolutely. You just have to get out there and live life and try things and do things and <laughs> fail and keep going. Good on you. Thank yep. you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. 